0: conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comments irrationally me. A little more talk, a lot less read, a little five babies of what I need. Close the trade,
1: open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to Ret Conversations, where we explain strange, confusing, and In some cases, just really bad storylines. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fury. My co-host, the lovely uh, Leah Cameron, is with us. Hello. Uh, Having survived uh, reading uh, what we are covering today, which is the 90s Spider-Man Clone Saga, uh, part one. Uh, But, (laughs) as always, we have somebody that wants us to explain it to them. And so our guest for this show is Kyle Slack. Kyle, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Kyle, you haven't been on any sort of graphically novel production uh, before, so we like our new guests to give us a little background with their history with comic books.
2: Okay. Um, I have not done much in comic books. I've read a couple like here and there while stuck in a Barnes & Noble waiting for people to finish things, much like that's how I learned about Spider-Man's new suit during civil war and was confused or when he was a God or something. I don't really know. Um, And I remember when I was younger, my mom was like, Oh, here's an X-Men comic. It was like storm with a mohawk and she lost her powers. And there was something about her married to Dracula. I don't really remember, but again, this is about confusing things so
1: yeah mohawk storm
2: yes it, it was like she was with the giant avengers or, or whatever or not the giant, avengers, giant x-men because she was with like cyclops and some other people before he went evil i'm not sure on that storyline <laughs> uh, but most of my background <laughs> in this is going to come from the cartoons i watched the spider-man cartoon growing up watched x-men um, kind of got me into those things my dad was more of a movie and tv show buff so that's kind where all my geekdom went, but if I if he'd been into comic books, I'm sure I would have gotten into that harder core then than uh, anything else.
1: So going into this then, not having much of a background in comics, what do you know about the Spider-Man clone saga? Uh,
2: I know That there was someone called the Scarlet Spider. And I saw like one comic of his at some point where somehow they were implying that he, now this is probably completely wrong, but he was like uncle Ben reincarnated or took uncle Ben's name or something. And at some point, people liked him um and outside of that going into this i didn't have much outside of like in the comics they did a clone thing with after m you know mary jane or not the comics the the cartoon after mary jane disappeared and there was that water guy that was a clone and melted and there was a clone of mary jane and somehow this ties into the madam webb storyline i guess in the in the co- in the cartoon and those are things i've heard so yeah there was a lot
1: uh <laughs> Layla, your first time reading this, right? Yes. <laughs> how, do you feel, how, do you, how do you feel? I fucking hate
0: clones.
2: <laughs> I think that's a universal reaction to clones, but
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 they're. Uh this was so i'm not i'm not uh i don't have a lot of experience with spider-man um i don't that doesn't necessarily mean that i have a problem with spider-man it just um i've never really been been super super into him as far as comics go um i'm much more of a spider-man in the marvel cinematic universe person than i am in uh spider-man in the comics person that's yeah tom holland yeah sweet sweet precious angel tom holland um (laughs) (laughs) and uh and so um um, I upon reading this um was struck by uh something and I don't know if anybody's ever addressed this or not but spider-man has always historically been a um, character that's really popular with kids right like he was the first uh marvel superhero to get his own cartoon mm-hmm. um you know he's always been perennially fiercely popular uh, with with young kids and things like that um but for whatever reason it seems like the actual comics that the character is based in are like way too over that ahead of any of their of, of the of what maybe should be the target audience, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: <laughs> Right. Yeah. No. So so there are um different lines with Marvel. Like there's a kid-friendly line that started in, sure. in the late 2000s, but the the reason for this being as confusing and dark as it is, it pretty much boils down to the 90s.
0: <laughs> they were a crazy time. <laughs> 90s right. were time.
1: Right. So, all right. Well, let's let's jump into it. Kyle, are you ready?
2: Oh, yeah, I've got uh, my drink. I've got, uh, you know, some random questions I came up with beforehand. We'll see if those get answered.
1: Okay, (laughs) awesome. Uh, So, for people tuning in for the first time, this is how it will go. We have, I will be the deep dive. I will be Professor J for for today. Uh, And Kyle, during my explanation, as our guest and as the person that is asking us to explain it to them, can stop the entirety of the show at any point to ask any question that he chooses relevant to the material. It could be, hey, uh, who is Peter Parker? Or, uh, you know, what happened to his parents? Or, what the fuck? Uh, Those are all... Legitimate questions. Um, I mean, are we gonna
2: actually answer what happened to his parents? Because you know, sometimes they're spies. Sometimes they're just dead. I mean,
1: <laughs> well, they're dead spies most of the time. Yes. Uh, so uh, at that point, that Kyle asked that question, Leia will be the person that will come in and answer it. uh As as the the second reference. If she can't, she can ask, you know, for help, um but <laughs> phone
0: a friend if you will. <laughs> yes.
1: But the question's part of it, the answers lie on Leia. So <laughs> as we start the Clone Saga, um I'm just going to do a preface here. We are not going to do the whole Clone Saga because it was a two year long uh the main story was 53 issues but it went closer to 150 issues um across multiple lines and so The parts that we will be doing um, are the beginning called Birth of a Spider-Man, the Parker legacy, and Power and Responsibility, which all leads up to um, what is considered the first part of the Clone Saga. There was another part in there called the Lost Years, which is the clone fucking around and and doing other things. And (laughs) it really wasn't relevant to what we were going over. So who knows? Possibly someone will ask us to do it next season or the season after, and we may go further into it. Or we might just fucking kill ourselves.
0: I was gonna say I would respectfully uh invite that person to go fuck themselves.
2: <laughs> I mean, one of my questions was like I heard there were like two or three different clone sagas, so I wasn't sure what he were gonna cover. Yes, this
1: this was a continuation out of the 1960s clone saga, which introduced a villain called the Jackal, which we'll go over all of that. Um, cause this clone saga was almost like a retelling, uh, and they retconned basically how the clone came to be. So, um, the other part of that that is sort of confusing, but comics is that obviously between the 60s and the 90s are 30 years. Um, the comic treats it as five because otherwise <laughs> Peter Parker would be. Peter Parker would be very, very old um, and people don't age correctly in comics. So, Um, The part that we will go over on how the clone became uh, that we're going to start with called Birth of a Spider-Man is the retelling of the original clone saga that happened in the 60s. And so when we start on that, uh, we see a panel that just has a uh, like bubbles floating in black and it says darkness, light, oblivion, to which in my head, I got Lego Batman going darkness, no parents, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, same
0: to be honest. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, A needle injects uh, a cell that's suspended in the liquid. The cell grows into a baby in liquid. The baby grows into a toddler, then a teen, then an adult. Uh, It has wires and kind of matrixy stuff coming out of it. Um, And then all of the speech bubbles and and all of that are basically a lot of philosophical who am I talk. Uh, Until uh, we see Peter Parker emerge from a tank uh, covered in liquid and with a bunch of matrixy wires coming out of like shoulders and his spine uh and he is greeted by professor miles warren who was an instructor for him and gwen stacy back in the 60s and is also known as the villain the jackal and the jackal's Uh power set is like hypnosis and being a clone scientist uh Uh,
2: so that's why clones they just wanted him because he's a clone scientist that is why clones that yeah. is, that
1: because,
2: why clone. I mean, they've got uh, Spider-Verse, Multiverse, Evil Doubles, all that stuff. But they decided to go clone just because he was a clone scientist in the 60s. Yes.
1: And this is yeah. way before Spider-Verse. This is way okay.
2: before we get into that.
1: Um, yeah. And and uh, <laughs> Professor Warren refers to him as my newly born friend. Uh, he hang- hands Peter something to wear. Peter's confused and hesitates, which freak smiles out. And he snaps at him, uh, yelling at him to obey, saying, He created Peter, specifically says Peter, uh, and Peter will do as he says. Uh, Peter responds instinctually and punches him, then grabs him and kind of lifts him up and then drops him and kind of... Stare shocked at his hands because he's he was working on instinct and he didn't mean to punch and grab him. Um, to which Miles gets even more pissed and calls him as arrogant and blind to human life as the wretch I cloned you from. Giving us the first hint that this is a clone of Peter Parker. Um, until Peter shows up, uh, the real Peter, I will refer to this as Peter. Uh, eventually, I will call it Clone Peter. And uh, as we will find out eventually, Ben. Um, so so yes.
2: did he somehow give him Peter's memories? Or is he just like, I've made you a clone, now I'm going to call you Peter Parker, and you have all this knowledge because you're genetically Peter Parker.
0: So, yeah, um, it's not really clearly explained how he does this, but yes, the clone does have... Peter's memories and, and uh, like, personal morals, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, but they're not immediately made clear.
1: So, Miles uses Gosh. a sonic device to stagger Peter before punching him and knocking him out. Uh, yelling, I hate you, Parker, for what you did to her. For what you did to me.
2: So, so He yeah. made a clone just to beat up because he hates Peter Park. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that, that's, that's some... some <laughs> anger hate right there but that's some
0: some next level uh go to therapy (laughs) bullshit Um...
2: (laughs) oh you don't like this person you grew up with here's a clone take out your anger they're just a clone it doesn't matter
1: (laughs) it doesn't they're not like a person i know (laughs) So uh, weeks pass. Miles uh, has put Peter in a cell and has been injecting him with different materials. And uh, yeah,
2: does he know that Peter is Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. Okay. At so least... he knows. Yes. Yep. And somehow okay. he got his DNA. Uh, also
0: never explained.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. Well, I mean, Peter just leaves it all over the place with those webs,
1: but. <laughs>
2: So Miles
1: uh visit, keeps like you know doing sessions and injecting him and he starts very nice and nurturing and inevitably will end by being abusive and beating him. Um finally uh Peter's had enough, beats up Miles and escapes and also saying his first words which are I'm human.
2: Man. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm human. No. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs>
0: That would be a whole level of confusing that we don't have time for. um, (laughs) Right.
1: Darkness, no parents. <laughs> uh, a very overwhelmed Peter runs through New York, leaping from building to building, using his spider powers by accident. Stop.
2: <laughs> yep. Why does he have spider powers? I thought Peter Parker had to get bitten by a radioactive spider, or is this after genetic spider bit him or whatever? I,
0: I feel like, and it was, again, never outright stated, but I feel like it's implied that the uh, the, the the spider bite altered Peter's DNA. And so the clone just kind of got that in the DNA cocktail. Okay, we'll
2: go with that. It's uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. This is this is not a hard scientific text.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, so they better cite their sources and have this peer reviewed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh. <laughs> As he's jumping around from building to building, at one point he starts to fall, clings to a wall, Um, his spider sense goes off. He's really freaked out by that because he doesn't really understand what the powers are. He's using it all on instinct. He climbs to the top of a of a building, uh, and on the roof he's found by Miles, who is now dressed as his villain persona, the Jackal. Um, they fight. Uh mm-hmm. and, and generally, unless something really important happens in a fight, I'm just gonna say they fight because I don't need to describe the fight. Um while they're fighting, Jackal says he's the only one that can tell him the truth. Um, Peter beats him down and is about to like smash and kill him when Gwen Stacy appears and tells him he's not a killer. Oh yes. yes.
2: I didn't read the comics, but I do know that before Mary Jane, there was Gwen Stacy, and she died falling somehow.
1: She did. Yes, that is correct. And,
2: and Peter um, like didn't save her, and it pissed off people. That's about all I know about her. I, so, I, I would well, well, I mean, I wouldn't. am necessarily... not looking at like current Gwenpool and all that stuff. I'm just right. Back back in the past.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, the Gwen Stacy thing uh, is is a pretty pivotal uh, and well-known comics moment in as much as like Peter tries to save her and literally inches before she hits the ground, uh, you know, he because he shoots a web to, to save her and uh, it snaps the force of it. The, the physics behind it basically snaps her neck. Uh, so he inadvertently kills her while trying to save her. So this is a big pivotal moment for Peter Parker uh, in the comics and uh, shapes a lot of his uh, his actions. Uh, going going uh, after that
1: and for years it was actually questioned whether or not the snap that is on the panel was the snap of the web going taut or was the snap of her neck and yeah. uh, you know by the 90s they pretty much
2: were like we don't talk about it a lot but yeah that was her neck snapping <laughs> <laughs> as you said Spider Man, four kids.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Exactly.
0: That's that's yeah. It, it, it never really struck me as until until I started reading this that I was like, "What the okay?"
2: <laughs> so this All is right, when. <laughs>
1: This is when Peter's memories start to come back a little bit because he recognizes uh, Gwen and they rush to one another and share a kiss before Jackal walks up behind and knocks Peter out. Uh, Gwen asks why he hurt Peter and Jackal says he had to and uh, it confirms that she trusts him, right? To which she oh, says yes.
2: Oh, that's ouch. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> that's ouch. <laughs> Jackal then reveals to absolutely no one for no reason that she's under hypnotic control and soon Peter will be too because <laughs> villains, villains got a, got a, uh, got a monologue. Yep. Uh, police interrupt and Jackal gets away with the clones revealing that he will soon use them to destroy the real Peter Parker. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Any questions thus far? <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, outside of apparently Warren needing a, a little time, not with his science, but uh, we'll right? keep going. We'll keep going. <laughs>
1: uh, the next issue uh, opens with the clone Peter putting on the suit. Uh, somehow he has Spider-Man suit and asking Miles who he is. Miles, pardon me. Miles says the injections and hypnosis sessions are a slow process. Peter gets impatient. So Miles triggers a hypnotic session, basically knocking him unconscious and putting him into his own subconscious for Peter to relive his worst traumas.
2: He's a clone. I mean, his trauma is he he, is, he punched you. I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you'd think. <laughs> but again, uh, I, I really need to stress the people who are writing these are not, in fact, scientists, psychologists, <laughs> or uh, anybody else that has a PhD at minimum after their name.
1: <laughs> it starts with Uncle Ben telling him his parents are dead and little kid Peter uh blaming himself uh
2: obviously it's his fault i mean come on
1: right it then then goes to uncle ben dying and aunt may asking why peter let him die finally gwen's death but instead of reliving it she just appears to him and tells him he tries and is a good man which at first he kind of you know starts to, to fight and say no i'm a horrible person but this changes uh to the forms of his parents aunt may uncle ben and gwen all being around him and saying they don't blame him, they love him. And as they do, the jackal appears and tries to dismiss it all, saying Peter is a vile and worthless individual, to which Peter fights the jackal and wakes up from the session. The jackal, in or Miles, outside of the session, doesn't know what happened during the unconscious session. Um, so <laughs> he wakes up, he starts to like ask Miles some questions, and Miles says, basically a trigger word to put him uh, uh, back to sleep, but a a normal sleep saying he just needs a final few refinements to Peter's programming. Okay. Okay. Finally,
2: <laughs> Clo Manchurian candidate vibe there,
1: right? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh, Clone Peter wakes up in Shea Stadium in full Spider Man costume. Jackal and Gwen are in the stands, uh, looking at him, and he is facing another Spider Man, and that is where that issue ends. Uh, Spider Man meme, dun. before the Spider Man meme. Yes, it's the <laughs> Spider Man pointing at Spider Man. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's that's pretty much. If this were a like a YouTube series instead of a podcast, I would just post that up and be like that's it that's the sh- that's the
2: show <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> i was going to say if you need a thumbnail <laughs> <laughs> so both spider
1: man wake up uh facing one another both seem to have the same memories and thoughts because they for a while they're saying the same things at the same time reacting in the same way uh jackal reveals that he has made a clone of peter parker and that only the true spider-man can free ned Leeds, who is a daily bugle reporter that i had never remembered existed and apparently was a thing for a hot
2: minute so he's supposed uh, to be yeah. like the jimmy olsen of
1: this like kind of he was married yeah. to betty Brandt. um Oops. uh she was another uh person at the at the daily bugle uh, uh like blink and miss it love interest for peter at one point much much before everything else uh, yeah. but basically uh there's a bomb strapped to ned Leeds, and the uh the, the jackal says that only the true spider-man can save him uh the spider-man fight
2: because uh, you can't be me we have to um... right yes Okay.
1: Right.
0: it's the uh, only natural conclusion when you meet your clone you you can't be friends with them you must fight them it's the law
2: you have to figure out which one needs to grow the evil goatee yes
1: yeah
2: yes so you got to establish
0: dominance early <laughs> with your clones
1: uh in in the first of many many things that happen and don't necessarily make sense <laughs> Gwen rips the jackal mask off of Miles and tears it up. This somehow gives him a moment of clarity where he sees that he is the villain and he goes to save Nick, but right. dies in the resulting explosion.
2: Okay, so he did, she just took his mask off. He's like, oh, I'm the bad guy. I don't have a mask anymore.
1: Yeah, but
0: essentially.
2: <laughs> it,
0: it, I'm, uh, I'm
2: taking a drink. I'm yep. Yep. Drink that one. <laughs> yep i mean we're
0: all doing that
2: i I don't drop f-bombs like uh like your other guests that you let me listen to but uh that may need one (laughs) i'm just (laughs) like what what
0: (laughs) yeah it makes about as much sense on the page as it does in the explanation i assure you
2: (laughs) i mean this is it it's like oh hey let's have a character arc in a few in a few words
1: (laughs) (laughs) pretty much Spider-Man wakes up uh, post-explosion alone. There's nobody else around him. Uh,
2: So we don't know if other guy that he was supposed to save and died? or
1: We we don't know. No, we don't know what happened. Um, There is a part later that explains it, but it is written many years later. (laughs)
2: Yes. Jimmy, Uh, no! I mean, I don't even remember the guy's name now, so he (laughs) must not have been important. Uh, But all
1: he thinks is, you know, I need to head home. I need to see Mary Jane. And when he gets home, he sees Peter Parker holding Mary Jane in the window. And he goes to confront who he believes is the clone when a psychic explosion in his mind reveals that he is in fact the clone uh angry at the world the clone Pe- peter decides he needs to leave new york and falls to his knees in the rain crying
0: <laughs>
2: melodramatic it's melodramatic so <laughs>
1: <malodramatic>. <laughs>
0: now it's it it reads like a parody of itself except you realize about like halfway through that um the authors were dead ass serious yes
1: yeah
2: <laughs> um just adding they're... the darth vader no <laughs> no <laughs> Maybe add in the scene from Shawshank because he's crawling out of the pipe and he falls in the mud in the rain. Oh!
1: <laughs> so the parts that are written way, way later that the, what I'm going to add to this is is that there is a scene that is left out of this that is retconned in later where Peter Parker wakes up and basically like the Jackal's dead Ned's okay and he lets him go but the, he thinks that the clone Peter is dead so he puts him in an industrial smokestack incinerator being like well that'll you know that'll just take you... care of all the evidence um, what? <laughs> yep and somehow hobo. I
2: mean <laughs> <laughs> this is Scream z and murder he
1: thinks he was just getting rid of a body he thought he thought the clone was dead. <laughs> yes
2: cuz that's how you
1: and somehow okay. the incinerator doesn't kill the clone and he actually ends up in brooklyn i haven't read that part okay. i i have not i but i looked to see because it wasn't included in the the complete co- clone saga epic uh so book 1 of 5 <laughs> uh- <laughs> so um there is a section here that i'm not going to do called the lost years that is basically uh the clone peter waking up and like leaving town uh and kind of uh, this is where he becomes Ben Riley because he decides to take Uncle Ben's name and uh, Aunt May's maiden name of Riley and combine them. Um, is
2: this when he dyes His hair blonde and like that's later. Weird. Okay, because that that that's the one comic I saw of Scarlet Spider. He had like the blonde hair and weird stuff going on.
1: Right, hair, and though. we will not end this episode explaining really the Scarlet Spider stuff. He does eventually become the Scarlet Spider. He also he and he and Peter live in the same town, and he. is is ben Riley, Peter Parker's cousin, uh, who looks exactly like him but with blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so power and responsibility is kind of the next. There's there's you know the Parker legacy and and the lost years. Um but Power and responsibility starts. Um, now, keep in mind, I didn't realize this until I started reading it because they refer to things that it's it's that have happened in the clone saga before in the in the first part. Um, but when I was trying to write down issue numbers, the issue numbers started doubling, like being the same one. And it's because when they released this, um, the first half of the comic was the early Clone Saga retcon. The second half of the same comic was the story moving forward. So so reading this, not only are you slowly getting the clone stuff, you're slowly getting w- what happens modern day at the same time. Because I don't know. Because Marvel, <laughs> Marvel decided that was a great idea. Um, so yeah. So, <laughs> power and responsibility starts with Aunt May having a stroke and going into a coma. Uh, she has recently uh, reconnected. Ben has started to call her and basically kind of reconnect as a as a long lost relative. Um, she doesn't
2: know he's a clone. She just no sings, god oh, no. She doesn't even this know is Peter. A, this is, okay.
1: She doesn't so, even know Peter's Spider Man. So
2: <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's uh, she's oblivious to that. That's fine. But right. I mean, oh, you look exactly like Peter, but with blonde hair. Oh, I'm a long lost cousin. Right. Okay. <laughs>
0: Sure, I accept this.
2: (laughs) Obviously. Can I see your family tree? Because I don't remember having sisters (laughs) or brothers. (laughs) So
1: uh, MJ is the one that finds Aunt May and, and sends her to the hospital in an ambulance. So she's waiting at May's house by the phone for Peter to call on the landline uh, because she hasn't heard from him and has no way of getting a hold of him because it's the 90s. Uh, ben Riley calls May's phone and May uh, MJ picks up and says that she needs to free the line up but that May had a stroke and is in the hospital. Uh, ben leaves everything behind of wherever he is I think he's like working in uh, some other scientific lab mm-hmm. and uh, heads for New York. While Ben is trying to get in, he gets to New york and while he's trying to get in to see may peter shows up causing ben to leave because he looks exactly like peter uh at this point so uh ben sees peter and is like well i can't visit may now because peter's here to visit her so i gotta bounce and leaves peter uh peter talks to the nurse um and also leaves because he doesn't want to face may in her current condition uh so so no one visits may yeah both of them show up neither person visits her
2: (laughs) She's not important anyway It's okay
1: From outside the hospital Ben calls And is told by a nurse That May has stabilized So at least She's still in a coma But at least she's not Her life is not in danger currently uh, Ben does what Absolutely Ben would do In this situation Visiting New York And goes and visits Gwen's grave okay. uh, MJ Did, oh, did we find
2: out What happened to the clone to, to the Gwen That was That unmasked him already like, Was she ex- pres- Presumed dead too Or did Peter not notice her
0: She just just disappears
1: yeah
0: (laughs) like that's it that's like it's it's never uh it's never really explained what happens to her she's not in this
1: i'm sure i'm sure diving deeper we could find out but very uh, true but
0: but we we yeah as far as i could as far as i read she just served her purpose in the narrative and then returned to her home planet like (laughs) poochie
2: we don't need her Uh, anymore we got we got mary jane we're good right
1: Meanwhile, MJ talks to Koma May and uh, basically says she's leaving town to go and confront her father's abuse. Like, basically face her father and sister who were abusive to her so she can, question mark, uh, profit. Um, save her Mary? <laughs> Uh, it's not really made clear. She's like, I have to go yeah. and face my past trauma. Peace out. You're in a face, coma. To face my past trauma and it will make my life better, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's really very nebulous and very uh, not explained very well at all.
2: <laughs> just just telling the person the coma and nobody else.
0: Yes. Like, yep. I must go. <laughs> Good day.
2: <laughs> I hope you wake up someday and tell Peter where I went so I can find the body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna confront this abusive couple, but not tell anybody where I'm going. I wonder what happened to M- to Mary Jane. Haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, <laughs> seems go, safe, right?
1: Have seems to go normal. S- start scouting the incinerators. <laughs> <laughs> Smokestacks. <sex. laughs> so, uh, Ben goes and visits his old high school like a creeper. Like there is a, a, I don't know why it's even there. Scene where he goes to his high school. He talks with basically the high school's security guard yeah 19- it's not curative, quite a card
2: how old are the, is peter or ben supposed to be at this point like are they just out of high school i know you said five years from the 60s to the 90s passed in canon
1: i would guess mid-20s at this point because yeah. he's mid-30s now in current current continuity
0: yeah it seemed like he was like ambiguously in his 20s from yeah. from what i gleaned from it
1: right it's no, like no, asking it how how old is bruce wayne um yeah you know it's, it's comic books especially ones that run so long i mean mm-hmm. you can have an you can have it uh, explained if it's something like Wonder Woman or Superman because they are God slash aliens but when you're dealing with people it's a lot more difficult now
2: some random bits of comic knowledge in my head didn't Flash work at the high school at some point is this pre or post that or that's post that yeah okay. I wasn't sure and, if like he showed yeah. up and ran into him or anything so
1: nope nope he just yeah, goes no. walks around the high school at night this guy's like what are you doing he's like I used to go here and he's like you know oh, just okay. a
0: perfectly normal thing that adults do all the time right um, okay it's you know. midnight.
2: I'm gonna call the cops is that all right? sure don't worry I'll just be <laughs> on the ceiling <laughs> I <laughs> You know, when it's midnight,
0: I'm going to go to my uh, my old high school and just, like, wander around the grounds for a little while. I'm, just kind of hang out. You know, yeah, this is a perfectly right. normal thing for people to do.
1: <laughs> well, I don't so... know about
2: you, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, Peter has uh, had some fight somewhere with a villain named Shriek, who she does exactly what you think she does. she um, Powers? Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but the, the end result of that is that he brings her to the same hospital that May is at and realizes he should probably check up on his comatose aunt that he seems to care about. <laughs> this is also where we get the first inkling of something that apparently was going on in the comics. And, uh, oh man, get ready to take a drink. Peter's kind of schizophrenic at this point. Um, he is two people. He is Spider-Man, which refers to itself as the spider. And then he is Peter. Uh, and he argues with himself in his head.
2: Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. I, I, excuse me for a minute. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: The spider Uh does not, the spider does not want to go see Aunt May, but Peter eventually wins and goes in and has basically a monologue over his comatose uh, aunt um, about how he needs to go home and hug his wife. Who's not there. So he gets home to find a note from MJ, basically saying she's skipping town. Uh, The spider, by the way, is like, told you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because <laughs> the spider at this point is like, is like, you don't need to be human anymore. You just need to give yourself over to the spider and just be a spider uh, Can, forever. Okay,
2: I'm I'm gonna ask a question that veers a little tangentially here. Wasn't there a series run where like he turned into a physical spider or split into two things or? You know after almost dying and one was a spider person and one was Peter or something.
1: So Hi. is that tied know. to this <laughs> no. to this
2: schizophrenia or not? I'm kind of curious.
1: There have been a couple. Uh one was basically man spider, which you probably know from the Spider Man oh, yeah. and X Men cartoons because he goes to the X Men to be like, Am I a mutant now? And they're like, Nope, you're just fucked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sir you, you remember sir, you are not a mutant. Please He's like leave.
2: fuck you guys. You're not gonna take me in and help me or cure me. If you are mute and there's not a cure. Right. right. Don't <laughs> plenty of times. <laughs>
1: um but the other the, there was an, a different uh series called The Other um in which you find out that Peter Parker's powers didn't actually come from the fact that the spider was radioactive. But that it was a a Mayan god spider that passed its its spider abilities on to
2: people. That sounds kind like what I'm thinking of, maybe. Yeah. Or like using a cocoon and yep. burst out. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like Josh knows Spider Man, so he'll probably uh, catch what I'm guessing, <laughs> what I'm asking. Oh man, were there the... two of him from that or something?
1: No, there was just one. But it was like the the yeah the he was he had embraced the spider totem. At that point so there was a period where then he had like natural web shooters and it was a dark time um, yeah
2: as I said random comics that I will pick up at when I I would pick up at Barnes & Noble one like had that where he you know they thought he was dead like the Avengers of Fantastic Four were like oh no Peter's dead right and and he shows up alive again and he's got like I guess the spider god talking to him in his head or something so
1: yep yep all of that
2: (laughs) (laughs) so was a tangent but I wanted to find out
1: (laughs) so since Ben is in town uh, and he's already visited his old high school uh, he goes and breaks into may's house um okay because he wants like you know that that personal connection again uh except peter leaving his house goes to may's house and like knows that he's there entered right <laughs> um except interestingly his spider sense does not go off with the clone. uh, no
2: clones when peter shows up or yeah
1: uh no neither of them neither okay their spider senses do not work on the others uh, yeah. mistaking him for a burglar, Peter chases Ben but loses him immediately. As soon as he gets to the backyard, dude's gone. Uh, Peter goes to check if anything is missing and finds a journal for Miles Warren, the Jackal from years and years ago. Uh, this makes the Spider freak out and smash stuff because he is the only Spider-Man. Ah. Mm-hmm. Ben visits May in the hospital when a nurse points out, "Oh, hey, spider mans swinging by the window." uh ben runs to the roof trying to avoid seeing peter and runs into peter taking off his spider man costume uh peter goes ballistic and ben is just trying to escape is this basically it? explaining before that i'm sorry
2: didn't you say that they lived together for a little while and knew of each other yeah no this
1: is this is this is uh be- way before that okay, so okay everything just, i said about okay. that is after the storyline so they start fighting and they fall off the roof and plummet into a warehouse. Uh I don't know why there's a warehouse right next to the hospital. And I don't know, it's just about to store your district. drugs somewhere. I mean yeah. <laughs> It's like in Highlander when they fall through things and all of a sudden they're in a completely different location. You're like, what?
2: <laughs> uh the villain portal was there, you see, and he opened a portal underneath them. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was like it was like the it was like the Mortal Kombat uh arena change.
2: Mhm.
1: Uh so Ben in order to try and calm him down calls calls Peter by his name. Uh but the spider is in control at the point at that point and freaks out beating Ben and saying that he hates Peter Parker. He is Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: Yes, okay. yes, this is a real thing that happens. Uh, it's awful.
2: Awful uh, is a word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I hate Peter Parker. But you are Peter Parker. No, I'm Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Ben uh, gets the upper hand reveals he is a clone of Peter and then knocks Peter out Um, meanwhile a brand new villain named Judas Traveler uh, appears in Ravencraft which is Marvel's Arkham Asylum and uses a different uh, villain to send a psychic message to Peter Parker to face him or he will free all of the inmates. Uh, Peter gets this psychic message as he wakes up and is like oh no I must go be spider-man and bounces out out the top of the warehouse ben is still there and hidden but sees spider-man leave and says that peter is in no condition to fight alone and he kind of pulls out his own spider-man costume and starts to follow him
2: he's in no condition to fight alone i just beat him up
1: yes Uh, well also also ben is like (laughs) peter's borderline schizophrenic and has some issues
2: maybe he's going to the right place then to get some help i
1: I guess um (laughs) So apparently, Mary Jane has not left yet, even though Peter found the note at their house, because she's meeting with her Aunt Anna, who is uh, Aunt May's best friend, uh, who's up from Florida to basically watch over May, and Aunt Anna asks where Peter is, to which MJ just stares in Spanish out the window like... (laughs)
2: <laughs> but soap
1: person yes
2: in the in, in the animated series her aunt hated peter is that the same in the comics like does she loathe him as much as she does in the animated series or is that something they did for that
0: i didn't get the impression from reading that she hated peter i she definitely it like she says that she's mad at him for essentially like being neglectful of 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 mj but like
1: well and, I and, not... and may and his entire family really cause... yes He's never yeah. around.
2: Right. Huh. right. I always got the impression she hated him for that and being poor and not having parents. Uh, that was always in the <laughs> in the in the cartoon how I what I took away from it is she's like, How dare you be poor and have no parents? And how dare you be the, you know, take, you know, do what you do to Aunt May and, and Mary Jane. So
0: <laughs> half and of it, those are choices that people can control on the other hand. <laughs> <'cause they're...
2: laughs> I mean he can control if his parents are I, I mean <laughs> If only he'd done a better son, right?
0: Right, yeah. Get alive parents, <laughs> get good.
1: And it's, it's, it's why she couldn't come up until now. She was in Florida being a keynote speaker at the GOP conference.
2: It <laughs> was hanging out with her husband, Florida man, and <laughs> <laughs> talking about... the
0: the 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 topic of her lecture is bootstraps
2: (laughs) (laughs) and the laces we pull and my (laughs) drunk pet alligator
1: so um yeah uh peter arrives at ravencraft where the traveler basically shows up and and uh invites him inside to face a gauntlet or be responsible for a him either killing the inmates or him just releasing all the inmates uh it's important to to note that carnage is in here um which is uh a serial killer with a venom symbiote
2: hey yeah i know carnage because he was in the animated series too so i know who he is soon to be um, woody harrelson in the second yeah. Venom movie
1: <laughs> all right all right all right
2: so so i mean one of those two things he offered is bad i mean letting all of them out the other i don't know maybe the spider doesn't care
1: <laughs> the spider in <laughs> fact does not care and we'll get into that um, <laughs> So, Peter goes through Ravencraft, uh, seeing inmates still in their cells, but being... Basically, once he looks at them, the traver- traveler uh, links his mind to the villain and gives him a glimpse of who he is through the trauma he has inflicted on the inmates, which Out of all of this, probably my favorite
2: part. This is a badass
1: villain-like plan.
2: I I would love to see that villain meet Batman and do that with his, because that could be interesting.
0: (laughs) Trauma Wars coming out next next May.
2: so uh the
1: spider basically loses it takes control and spider-man climbs into a dark corner like a spider and just sits there basically shivering and hiding
2: so so wait is that supposed to be in his mind that he's hiding in the spider takeover or is this real life you know he's like aha i connected your brains and his body just says i'm gonna hide up here in the corner
1: yes that second
0: one yeah yeah he's literally hiding in the corner (laughs)
2: So is it just linking, since he's got the schizophrenia going, is it linking Peter's mind or the spider's mind? Or are they the same thing in this They're
1: They're the same thing currently. One may take over and then they fight a lot. But like basically this freaks out the spider so much he's like, nope, nope. Nope in the fuck into (laughs) this dark corner. (laughs) And noped right out. All right. All right. sure did. Uh, Aunt Anna takes MJ to LaGuardia and MJ is about to leave. Uh, and then kind of has a change of mind and goes, No, I really think something must be going on. Peter's got to need me right now. Uh, to which Aunt Anna talks her out of it and convinces her to leave town to go and face her trauma with her parents or with her dad sister
2: sorry that's like a peter needs me ah fuck him he don't need you <laughs> this is, yeah. you're a and strong independent all... woman let's go
0: that was almost verbatim what she said to be <laughs> fair. yeah pretty much yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah she is uh she's not having it she's like nope go and face your your abusive father and sister uh, get out while the getting's good.
2: Yeah, you know, maybe he never got your note and didn't know to meet you here. But you know, it's <laughs> you're just imagining things. I'm sure he's not dead in an asylum somewhere. So yeah, like
0: literally, I'm looking at the page and she literally says, "If you didn't, if you know, if you don't make peace with the past and your your sister and your father, you'll you'll be no good for Peter May or anyone." Yeah, like damn. <laughs> Ouch.
1: Ouch. Yeah, thanks for the tough love, there, Aunt Anna. But uh, fuck yourself.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you're not good enough as you are. Go change.
1: (laughs) Uh, So before Ben goes to help Peter, he takes a quick stop at the hospital to see Aunt May. And again, uh, monologue over her <laughs> comatose body. And for some reason, this is just something that they need to do.
2: All of them. Next, the doctor comes in. Oh, I just got to explain what I got to do to this guy's spleen. And I got to talk it out. And well, you're unconscious. It doesn't
1: matter. It is funny you should say that because uh, May's doctor does show up. Yes. Uh, not to mon- monologue but instead to basically look at ben and be like oh peter you look like you need somebody to talk to and like this whole thingy uh yeah it's it's very weird (laughs) um so the traveler gives uh peter a full mental breakdown he's basically a gibbering mess on the ground um but before the traveler ends him he decides to look into peter's mind and sees there's another spider-man and goes oh this experiment ain't over then
2: Okay, so he looked in Peter's brain and realized there was another one. He didn't know that Ben existed.
1: Nope. Uh, But then basically he ties up Peter and puts him in a cell and uh, sends a psychic message to Ben, basically saying, Hi, I'm the Traveler. I've uh, captured Peter, so um i'm gonna give you a choice you can come and face me and and go through my gauntlet um and save peter or you could let peter die and apparently that makes you spider-man you could take over his life so it's up to you
2: (laughs) okay random question yeah the clone was forced aged to Peter's age. Yeah. So is this like one of those things where like in Clone Wars they he keeps speed aging or did they somehow stop it? Uh, like if he's like oh, no, I'm just gonna let Peter die is he gonna be dead in two years? Unclear. <laughs> yeah, um, really however,
1: unclear. considering that five years have passed and it's in Clone Peter Ben has only aged as much as Peter has. Um, It looks like he is aging normally. Okay. I
2: don't know that might come into his mind of you know eh, fuck Peter. you <laughs> <I> mean <laughs> no, and, and he's hey, we're gonna be Right, and he is given that choice to be like, well...
1: uh, (laughs) He had a good run, it's my turn now. So Ben monologues again over May's comatose body on whether or not he should save... (laughs) her true nephew uh, or whether he should take over Peter's life. Let me
2: guess. She wakes up and says, go save my nephew. And back down <laughs> dead. No, uh, actually probably would have been better. I uh, mean, that seems so, to be the obvious next step.
0: That, that might've actually uh, ushered in a, a very welcome uh, end to the, this series right. uh, a lot faster. <laughs>
1: So um, he decides that he's going to go save Peter. Um, And in something that's the first of the um, kind of telling the difference between Ben and Peter, he only puts on the mask and the gloves. Um, He's still wearing jeans, a T-shirt and like a puffy coat, like winter coat. And he leaves to go like dark or in a leather coat, actually, not a not a puffy winter coat that's later um and starts web slinging to go and save peter um, peter basically is sitting there in his own head fighting uh outwardly he's sitting in a cell straight jacketed up just muttering power responsibility power
2: responsibility <laughs> it's... I, I assume he does that every night i mean
1: i maybe <laughs> Maybe he's just asleep. Who knows?
2: Uh but yeah. Just reaffirmation. You know, you gotta have those once in a while to remember why you do what you do.
1: Right. Uh Ben uh, arrives at uh Ravencraft and instead of being invited into the gauntlet by Traveler, he's flat out attacked by two assassins named Boone and Medea. Um not not the Medea you're thinking
2: of. yeah <laughs> I don't know who I'm supposed to be. Oh, oh okay. from from the Tyler Perry movies, Medea. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. I had to think for a second on that one.
1: I beat your ass, Spider-Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would be hilarious to see that.
0: A very Mid- <laughs> a very Medea clone saga coming up next.
2: <laughs> a Clone saga. <laughs> oh god. Everyone played by either Tyler Perry or Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, With Jose Bautista as Spider. <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, uh, while they're attacking though, like there are shots that are very close to hitting him. And, uh, Boone reminds Medea that they are, they are under orders from the traveler not to kill him. Um. So back in Peter's head, he battles every single one of his supervillains, ending with, of course, the Green Goblin, uh, before snapping out of his so breakdown.
2: In the a- asylum, Ravencraft, is this Peter's enemies? Like you have Rhino and Electro and all that, or is this just random people? It's it's uh, outside of it, Carnage. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a significant slice of of people who don't like Peter Parker to be sure. Jane
2: yeah <laughs> I had to throw that out. Come he's, on. He's
0: not present in this film. Uh, but, it is
1: kind uh, of like uh, Arkham Asylum in that, you know, you're regular run-of-the-mill, not-crazy villains, are in an actual prison. Right. So this house is like chameleon and uh, carnage and people uh, like super powered, both super powered and non super powered uh, people who are insane and in need of psychiatric care. And where is shield when you need them? <laughs> oh my God. Uh...
2: <laughs> I mean, I, expect, I have expected you say, and then Nick Fury showed up and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, who knows?
1: And says, hey, Peter, I brought your parents with me.
2: Um... <laughs> I'm gonna borrow chameleon because I need him for something, even though he can't get my eye patch on the right eye. Sorry, that's a cartoon <laughs> reference.
1: Uh so yeah, right as Peter breaks out of his uh his breakdown, uh Ben has immobilized the assassins and they team up to face the traveler, who looks at them and basically is like, sleep, and they like are knocked out. Um Okay. At this point, a giant glowing barrier forms around Ravencraft, uh, keeping people out, but also trapping a significant portion of the police and um, and reporters that are outside.
2: Both Is it a giant people... green barrier? Do we expect Hal Jordan to show up here? I mean, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean... That's that's too much. But come back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, so, he like destroy an entire city or something. He could he could destroy us, you know, Ravencraft here. We he don't remade an
1: entire city, but yeah, that's oh god. If we ever have to do fucking <laughs> phalanx oh god.
2: Do do I need to sign up for that? No, no, <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, both Peter and Ben awake uh, awaken in the basement of Ravencraft. Uh, Peter immediately attacks Ben, thinking he's working with the Traveler. Um, while they fight, Traveler releases all of the non-supervillain inmates on them. Um, basically just dudes, crazy dudes. Uh, uh-huh. Go fight. Peter begins savagely beating them. <laughs> and Ben is horrified and tries to remind Peter that he's a hero. Um, and then <laughs>
2: You're not Jay Jomas, Jameson's mass right. vigilante. You're right. a hero.
1: He then says, if being Spider-Man is getting to Peter, Bl- Ben will gladly take over. Uh, this pisses the spider off pretty bad. Uh, and he refuses. Um, outside, the, the glowing barrier basically somehow knocks out all of the police and reporters that are outside, they just drop to their, to, to the ground. Uh, Peter and Ben team up um, when they are confronted by Wild Whip, who's a new villain that only Ben recognizes. So he's probably from the Lost Years, and I don't fucking care.
2: Uh... <laughs> all I'm picturing in my head is that scene in Blues Brothers where they're in the country bar and you've got one of them with the whip. Yeah, so right? Just, that that yeah. That's what I'm picturing this guy looking like. It's just you know, one of the blues brothers with a whip there. <laughs> That's what's in my mind's eye right now.
1: Do do you remember
2: Whiplash from Iron Man 2? Uh the the guy that liked the bird? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh imagine that guy being an A-level villain somehow and there being a C level villain of him, and you have wild whip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um Okay. So- <laughs>
1: i'm taking a drink they they fight wild whip ben knocks him out uh calling him a psychopath when carnage shows up in one of the best lines and says if he's a or no he's a uh he's an amateur psychopath get ready for the real deal
0: (laughs) he kind of is so proud of his like staggeringly terrible mental illness it's great
2: (laughs) he really is (laughs) um so tied into this, I did have random question that came up in my head. Sure, I remember something about Ben Parker and Venom having a thing, and the way they interact together. Apparently, he has something with Venom. Is that tied into Carnage too, or what? What's that about? Do we know? Uh, Ben Riley or Ben Parker? Ben Riley. I think um, ben, I just keep saying Ben Parker, but
0: you you yeah, did. And like, I was like, what? What? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I,
2: I I remember something about him and and Venom ha- being like antagonists specifically, or. Something something so
1: i so uh i was gonna reveal this at the end of this but Uh, this is the series that got me to stop reading spider-man for about 15 years (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so this is the first time i've revisited this since i was a teenager in the 90s buying these issues as they came out and eventually not buying any more spider-man issues So I don't know. Is okay to that one?
2: That's fine. Like I said, I just as I said, random bits of things in my head. I just remember that Scarlet Spider and Venom had a thing where they, for some reason, hated each other more than Venom hated Spider Man, and were constantly after each other or something. So I mean, it sounds
0: super plausible given what we've read so far. So sure, yeah, man, anything goes. All right,
2: (laughs) and then Mary Jane got spider powers and. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like if you if you dead said that to me uh like you know as a it, it presented it as a fact i would be like yeah i absolutely believe you
1: <laughs> um it was called spider island and every everyone in new york got spider powers.
0: <laughs> uh comics
1: <laughs> it was a thing that happened
2: i don't so. like how black cat has captain america powers but not <laughs> and somehow has more powers from the x-men <laughs> sure why not <laughs> Oh, so
1: as Carnage shows up, up, Ben is the one that points out that Carnage can't go into the basement. They have to keep Carnage from going into the basement because he's going to murder all of those regular people that are down there. Um, And the
2: spider says, sure.
1: The spider starts to argue, but it gets through to Peter and Peter takes control. Okay. Um, And uh, so they put down Carnage um, and start to chase the traveler who gets into a limo. Ben, um, following him, basically double jumps and dives into the limo to chase him to find it's empty. Um and then the limo explodes.
2: So Ben, so they saw they somehow stopped Carnage, then saw the traveler get in a limo to drive away. But Ben jumps in the limo they explodes.
1: And 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 finds that it's empty. So there's nobody in the limo that they just saw the traveler and, and his his goons get into. There's nobody in there and then it explodes. A la uh
2: Vince McMahon would steal this many years later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm um, sure he gets lots of his his plot ideas from from comics and Spider-Man. It was, so it was
0: very poorly timed.
2: <laughs> He's gonna
1: explode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Quiet, <Nappa. laughs>
1: So Peter confronts uh, Peter. Basically, sees that it was uh, a mind illusion that the traveler gave to Ben to get Ben to go into the limo, and confronts the traveler. And the traveler looks at him; his eyes go red, and Peter is knocked out again.
2: So, was anyone driving the limo, or it just moved off on its own? I'm curious. No, no, it
1: it what it was parked. It was like they
0: were getting yeah, into it. Didn't an- even get, it didn't even go into motion. So okay,
2: it- I I was picturing it driving away and him like you know. Um, like melee double jump he spins <laughs> in the air and lands inside like through this crashes through the sunroof and moves. like Hudson Hawk my
1: pension <laughs> <laughs> sprinkler system set up in the back can you fucking believe it Uh Rodney
2: Dangerfield is driving this limo Mm -hmm. no respect
1: so uh so eventually uh, I mean like after Peter's knocked out they fast forward to uh Traveler driving away with his team and basically he says further study is needed um meanwhile they just left
2: Peter behind or yes yep okay Okay. go to sleep
1: bye yeah he's he's like in the
2: villain
0: he's like in the villain party bus basically (laughs)
1: right yeah and the last scene of this goddamn storyline uh some distance away Ben is fine. Uh, he is—he's gotten out of the limbo somehow. Never explained.
2: No, explosions are little things, like stubbing right. your toe. It's fine. right.
1: Well, it, I mean, he's obviously immune to fire because he survived an incinerator. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the last scene is Ben wondering whether he should leave again or stay. Yeah, we don't Thank know what happened
2: God. to Emma to, to Mary Jane. She said right. she was going to look for Peter. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. Probably later, but that was as much of the Clone Saga as we're going to go through today. Because Jesus fucking
2: Christ! <laughs> I mean, I understand.
0: <sighs> it is a lot. It is a lot, and I did accidentally read part of the Lost Years because it's part of the omnibus. Yeah, um, and uh... that's also
1: where Cain comes in, which is a third clone of Peter Parker. Okay. Yeah.
2: I I knew I'd heard something about Jackal and some other guy, and they kept, and then eventually Green Goblin shows up and all this stuff, so. Yeah, at the
1: end of all of this bullshit, somehow Green Goblin was responsible for the whole thing.
2: And that just, when you say that Aunt May's in the hospital in a coma, I remember from the animated series where like Green Goblin shows up and she's saying the Lord's (laughs) Prayer and he's kidnapping her and stuff. And that's all I'm thinking about. That That wasn't the animated
1: series, that was
2: was... Oh, was that the uh, movie? I thought yeah, they did it, it was in the animation. one series. of the movies. No,
1: it was it was it the
2: first movie? I think God,
1: it was the I'm first trying, movie. I'm
0: wrecking my brain. I'm trying to recall. I think it might have been the first movie, maybe. I
1: think I think you're right. Yep. First Spider-Man movie. Yep. Finish it. Deliver it from all.
2: <laughs> <home. laughs> yep. Oh. And now I'm imagining the Green Goblin in Boondock Saints. So uh <laughs>
1: So, Kyle, do you do you feel you have a good uh, understanding of this part of the clone saga?
2: Um just, just take the words fucked up shit over and over. Yeah. I mean that yeah. that's what I'm taking away. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's again my experience for the clone saga was like I said, random comic book of Scarlet Spider and then random, you know, the animated series, where you know they're like, Oh, hey, we're gonna clone this guy that uses water as a superpower that no one's heard of in the animated series. And clone of MSJ because she's disappeared, and suddenly they melt. And so uh, there was a
1: there was a comic called a a thousand and one ways to end the clone saga. That was a
2: <laughs> it was a
1: parody comic that Marvel officially released, and all it was was people in the bullpen uh, deciding different ways that they could somehow end the clone saga because it was a horrible d- disaster. And I, the only one that I remember that I loved was Ben. Peter and May are walking out of a movie and Ben just like immediately disintegrates and becomes a pile of ash. And and Mary Jane just goes, well, Peter, I guess you were the real one all along. And they just walk away. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's it that's
0: just yeah i would have accepted that that's, okay. that's how it would have ended so
2: things that that come up and in, in questions in my mind on this um my takeaway is that this got kind of too big Is it, it, is kind of my understanding and too many people got involved because they kept adding in these new villains and changing things what the fuck happened? I mean, did they have a plan to the start? And then Marvel said, we want money. Fuck y'alls. Or, or what happened here?
0: So uh, I do actually have part of an answer for this. The original uh, story arc was only supposed to last a year um but from what i have read uh on the background of this um you know the, the, the folks in the bullpen or whatever they just didn't really know they, they didn't have the the entire arc sketched out and they kind of didn't know what they were doing with it or where it was going and so it kept just sort of spiraling rapidly out of control for like you know 20 years yeah
2: there was um... they brought back recently didn't or within the last five ten years where they're like oh hey his clone's still alive and making more clones and trying not to dissolve uh, wasn't there some storyline around that
1: the clones being around were part of spider-verse and dealt much better um in that um but there were other stories like the mark of kane and yeah because there's a there are actually like three different clones of peter parker ben riley kane and there was another one that i can't remember off the top of my head um and they all serve as villains/uh plot devices throughout um Kane actually served a really good purpose in Spider-Verse um and uh ends up being kind of the the hero of that um Yeah the other example is like Judas Traveler when they came up with Judas Traveler and introduced him um no one writing that book or coming up with him actually knew what his plan was Yeah yeah so it was um, like it was too- like the writers of Lost <laughs>
0: um also to the um the the important point of of background uh during this uh the story arc is that um because this took place this was written in like the mid 90s um and uh that was during the point in time where marvel was going through like a huge shakeup internally with their uh with their writers and their um basically everybody on the back end because they they shifted from like hey let's make some comics to hey let's make some money it's the 80s man uh let's just you know uh let's just merch all this to death and and you know pay for that kind of thing so what's that
2: (laughs) gotta pay for our cocaine Somehow, I mean, exactly. Pretty yes, much. Marvel, Marvel meets White Wolf very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was how is this received by fans i mean when it came out what was the reaction i mean josh you told me earlier that it made you say f you to spider-man uh, I, have met, oh, I have met
1: i have met many many people that walked away from spider-man due to that
0: yeah i mean like in in my household just to give an example uh i i live in a household that's that's uh full of of comics readers and and the place looks like a, a, a cross between a comic shop and a library like uh and and
1: it's my number one reason for getting a vaccine um i i I need to i look towards leia's house three times a day with a rug Uh,
2: (laughs) all you do you tie a bag to your dog and say quick go get me a comic
0: (laughs) and so like so like uh my uh my friend adam is
2: i was gonna bring him up because i saw his reaction on facebook yeah. when this came up and i i was gonna ask is his reaction normal or tell me more
0: so so uh big spider-man fan um but when i told him that i was doing the clone saga for this podcast um he he just like laughed for 45 minutes um <laughs> and and, and and basically, uh, it's been a running joke that the C-word is banned from our household, but it's not the one you think.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, like, yeah. straight
0: up his answer, because I was like, what did you think of a Clone Saga? And he's like, just, just dead ass was like, it ruined my childhood. I, uh, <laughs> It's like,
1: okay. <laughs> I am known so much amongst some of my circles of friends for hating the Clone Saga so bad that when the admittedly fantastic Spider-Man game came out for PS4, Um, there was a single uh, Scarlet Spider outfit that you could get. And when each of my friends from college ran across it, they would send me messages being like, "Uh, have you gotten the Ben Reilly costume yet?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I saw Bill throwing shade at you from that when he finally started. So, well,
1: the, the person that actually does uh, most of the shade is is Mark Parr. And he actually was the one that suggested the storyline and then said, oh, but I don't want to be on the show where you explain it to me. I'm like, no, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> so fuck <laughs> you, Mark. That's
2: why I gave you several storylines to choose from. This was the one you seemed most excited about. So oh, it's <laughs> not that I was the most excited about it.
1: I knew that our audience would be excited about it. <sighs>
0: And Basically, you knew that I'd be just super excited about it. I,
2: I can <laughs> feel such up. joy from here from you.
0: <laughs> what? <Wow. laughs> <laughs>
2: so
1: So this is also the the point to say that this is just the first of three spider-man storylines we will be doing in a row uh we we will be doing we will be doing sin's past uh next time which is the famous j michael straczynski of uh of battles uh uh, no uh babylon five fame uh that he wrote that secretly gwen stacy had left for paris and had an affair with harry osborne or i'm sorry norman osborne who had uh impregnated her and she had twins um this was the thing that happened um and then mm-hmm. the band may be more hated than clone saga i'm not sure but one more day will be our third
2: one where peter <laughs> and,
1: and mary Jane sell their marriage to mephisto yeah in order was... for an old woman to live
2: yeah well does, isn't that also how he hides his identity after um Civil War?
1: Yes and no. Uh, no. Okay. Yes and no. Uh, But also, seeing how he treats Aunt May in this, I'm like, this is the same guy that would sell his marriage? Really? Because... Can't even visit her in the
2: hospital? (laughs)
0: It's, yeah it's very inconsistent and weird indeed
2: so other questions i've had so let me ask this i know you said there's more that comes from the storyline everything oh god yes. Sadly. let me let me <laughs> kind of tangential this. how many times have they tried to bring back these clones and why don't they leave it dead if people hate it
0: um as comic book
2: experts i'm asking your opinion
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny because i did ask this exact question uh of 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 housemate adam and he was just like i have no earthly idea (laughs) he's like i don't know why they kept bringing it back because people clearly did not enjoy it um i i i wish i had a good answer for you but i really at this time do not have a good answer that i've ever heard
1: (laughs) So in general, uh, Ben Riley is not brought back that often. Um, he sacrifices himself at the end of the larger Clone Saga in 1996 and Green Goblin kills him. He doesn't come back until basically like an arc called Spider um, which, which is this whole thing, but that's not until 2017. So he spends a good amount of time, you know, 20 years n- not being around. Kane, who is the, the third clone is used a lot better, I guess. Um, maybe because he's one step separated because he's like, you know, Ben Riley was Peter Parker's clone that caused the, the clone saga. But then there's Kane who was uh, a villain for Ben Riley for a while and then kind of became his own thing. He also doesn't look just like Peter Parker. He's, he, he looks like Grizzly Adams.
2: Uh, <laughs> so he has a beard. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Have to have a Gilmore and reference.
1: long and, and, <laughs> and long hair. Yeah. Uh, Grizzly Adams did have a beard, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's there's that clone, and and I guess. I guess I would say that there's enough creative people that redeemed Kane, but Ben Riley was just dead and, and stayed that way for a long time. Um,
2: so, yeah. with the Ben Riley thing, didn't they have a Scarlet Spider run for a while? They did. How was that received?
1: Yeah, they did. Um, it, uh, poorly, again, because it all came out from the Clone Saga. Basically, at the end of all of this, uh, Peter and Mary Jane are like, okay, well, Peter has some major psychological issues and uh, they need to work on their marriage and, you know, Aunt May is is recovered. So we're not gonna be like Peter's not gonna be Spider-Man anymore. And Ben takes over for like two years in the comics.
2: Now is he a Scarlet Spider then, or is he wearing yes. Spider-Man student no nope,
1: He's the Scarlet Spider. Yeah. Um, I mean he's wearing he still calls himself Spider-Man and he's wearing the Scarlet Spider like outfit.
2: The the back to the future vest and, yeah. and the weird yeah, yeah. okay yeah.
1: yeah, and the the uh barbed wire uh webs, mm-hmm. the webs that are like a steel cable surrounded by string. Yeah. <laughs>
2: now they said if i remember didn't he have slightly different powers from spider-man in some way no really um, i thought he had like some of his powers were different or something somehow nope
1: um now at one point he merges with carnage then he has different powers <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yep
0: yeah that's a thing that happens
1: <laughs> but as 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 just ben riley no he has the same powers as peter parker yep yeah so that that has been the clone saga no nope. <laughs> um,
2: somebody somewhere i remember in the back of my head someone said like originally they wanted like ben to be the real parker at some point and that peter was the clone and they at one point that, that was a story. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah that was they deliberately uh left that part uh earlier the um kind of ambiguous so that they could uh expand on like d- you know basically decide later whether or not they wanted to um have him be a clone all along or have him be the the actual original peter parker but they left it ambiguous like for that reason
1: right so like at one point um it is somehow revealed that the jackal gave a psychic whammy to peter parker to give him that i'm the clone uh psychic bomb that we talked about earlier when he saw yeah so because there was an explosion and everyone was knocked out nobody knows and everybody had the same memories nobody knows who the real one was so yeah there was a whole thing and it was it basically it was like Marvel kept trying to retcon themselves out of a hole and it just pissed people off more. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Sounds familiar.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, Last yeah. question I have. Go for it. For each of you. Yes. How would you have changed or fixed this story? Ooh. Individually, each of you. How would you have changed or fixed this story? And Josh, no, just bringing in Gambit and Rogue. You can't just change the next <laughs> Oh, come <story>. on! <laughs> <laughs> I know where your mind goes. No, you can't yeah. just do that. Gotta keep it as Spider Man. <laughs>
0: I guess that means I can't.
2: Uh,
0: I can't offer up the solution that uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Black Widow come in and just put a stop to everything in a rapid fashion.
2: Right? Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, let, let's keep it focused on the this but, is, I mean, This honestly, is for your own good. Red attack. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I mean that, no, that could be a solution. No more clones.
0: <laughs> so, so like, so like, my thoughts on it were is that the the premise was actually like the 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 origin of it the, the premise of the story was actually that could have been really interesting it could have been a very interesting plot line um especially um the part where you know that the clone knows he is a clone and is trying to reconcile uh his identity with his you know uh, with the, the memories that have been implanted in him et cetera and so forth and that um that that actually could have been a worthwhile but very brief arc it did not need to go on for more than maybe 8 issues um like Max, just just wrap it all up in one eight issue storyline. Have it be done. Have um,
2: your ending in mind before you start it.
0: Right, um, that's something that um you know I write on the side, but that's something that uh, it's basically writing one hundred and one. Um, you you got to know where you're ending up before you tell the story. <laughs> and they they did not know where they were ending up, and they they were just kind of see the pantsing it, and it shows um and uh yes yeah, so, i mean i would have i would have wrapped it up very quickly and then never mentioned it ever again
1: <laughs> so i i feel like this could have also wrapped up some other storylines um i th- the first thing is this isn't just bad it's bad on multiple levels um <laughs> the general premise not bad um i didn't mind the general premise um that i would take close. out i would take out all the stuff about the ambigua uh, you know who is this really Peter? Because you're just going to piss off people. Um, The idea of a clone of Peter that was made to destroy him uh, coming around to the side of good and becoming his cousin is actually pretty good story. Um, But it also is interesting because then you have things like the romance that people always wanted between Peter and Black Cat that didn't work. Um, Well, now you have another Peter with all of those memories. So you could have had a, a great love interest for Black Cat without messing with the uh, Peter Parker Mary Jane marriage um, you could explore other stories you know um,
0: I genuinely thought as an aside um, I genuinely thought that this was going to end up with clone Peter and clone Gwen hooking up and like having their own thing
1: right like, which it could yeah, have and been it could have cool. yeah it yeah. would have been cool but again clone Gwen just disappears
0: disappears into the ether never to be seen again <laughs>
1: right She uh I'm sure there wasn't a fridge nearby right <laughs> oh. no because you actually see people
0: in the fridge um for (laughs) for,
1: for fans of West Wing she went to Mandyville um it's just it's it was so weird and maybe it's explained in other comics but it wasn't in the collected that that we were reading for this and that we were studying for this so but yeah so you have you have the opportunity to revisit a lot of spider-man stories that were pretty interesting um i think they got close to it when they you know uh the the whole idea of a of a scarlet spider carnage is is interesting would we'd see what would happen with it but like a symbiote uh Ben, um, maybe just, maybe uh, he I, can come to the to the full, mm-hmm. you know, understanding with that symbiote. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of Peter Parker stories that I think weren't explored as fully as they could have been. You can do without messing with the original. It's almost like having a uh, in in 616. What if
2: right? Now you're making me think of Mixed Courage and Scarlet Spider and then have Venom and Spider-Man, the Black Spider-Man, like right. having their own thing together. That would be kind of cool.
1: Right. But that's that's yeah. the thing is you you have the opportunity for a lot of stories. It was just so poorly executed with horrible villains and plots that make no sense and MJ deciding <laughs> she needed to face her trauma for no reason. like Without talking I, I to her also... husband
2: about it. Right. While he has schizophrenia. And his, his aunt that raised him is in the hospital in a coma. Right. Yeah. It's, it's too lie.
1: much. It's too much. It's very, like I was saying earlier, very soap opera. We got to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks and nothing stuck.
0: Yeah. And, and also as an aside too. Um, so one of my, <laughs> one of the things I, I always pay attention to when I go back and I do like older rereads like this is um, as I look at the art and, and the art style. And I'm very particular about the, the style of art that I like in time comics um, and uh, this is definitely a product of its time in the art um, because I don't think anybody who drew on this has ever seen or met a woman before Um <laughs> <laughs> The body proportions and the 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 hairstyles and everything like they they barely look human. It is the weirdest thing, and like I don't know if that's just me being spoiled by current art. You know, it in is. Comics.
1: I mean, I mean, it is, but it isn't. Like it's it's the '90s style. Like look through. Yeah. So for for Graphically Novel, we're about to do the Netflix show Warrior Nun, um, which was pretty awesome. It's very Buffy-esque, um, without Joss Whedon being involved. Um, but, but in looking, I was like, oh, it's based on a comic. Sweet! And unilaterally we were like, oh, we're going to do this for this uh, for season five. And then I looked up what the comic was, and it's called Warrior Nun Azraelia, and it was in the same kind of vein as, oh man, uh, Evil Ernie, and Darkness and Witchblade, and uh, chastity. Oh, like, boy. yeah, it's like tits. Yeah yeah
0: and that was, there was a lot of that going on too like I, I i keep flashing back to the there's a panel and i don't remember what issue it's in don't ask me but there's a panel that i came across where it's like you know mary jane talking on the telephone she's wearing this little crop top that's like hanging off of her tits her uh, her waist appears to be exactly like five inches in circumference <laughs> right. all the way around um and like but she's got these thighs that could kill a man and i was like i understand that all of these are individually could be considered attractive except for maybe the very weird waistline um but like like when you put them all together on a body like that, like it's it's like it's really jarring and weird. Like no woman looks like this. I I promise you. <laughs> right.
1: Right. But yeah, and it's it's like the witch blade decides that it needs to protect its host by only covering her nipples because her nipples are what are her Achilles nipple. That's, uh, <laughs> that's
0: where we get our powers as women. Um so that's understandable. <laughs>
1: so what I'm
2: What I'm thinking of from what you're describing too is this was years ago. I think it was Jim Hines. He's an author, but he would recreate poses of women from fantasy novel covers. With men. As him, as him, as a man. And do you remember that at all, Josh? Sounds like you do. I do. It was just hilarious because he always like, Oh my god, my back. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's, yeah there's 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 another one too That's uh the hawkeye initiative that that takes um yes. you know the pretty pretty gross looking uh art of female characters and comics and just replaces them with with hawkeye uh which makes it hilarious um but yeah it's very similar to that
2: so final question that i kind of feel like would final final question final final right. question because i mean i let my last question i think is a great question for you guys because yeah you know if you're gonna be explaining these things especially on something like this where it was received bad hearing about how you want to change it to make it better is kind of cool especially for someone like me who's not involved with comics and you know is more the tv side of things or occasional manga or just picked up things so hearing that is really cool the other thing that i think would be cool to hear from you is sell me on reading this how would you do that
0: sir i cannot do that (laughs) it's so bad (laughs)
2: I mean, I gotta ask. I mean, your whole <laughs> thing is, I'm gonna explain this to you. Why should I read it? <laughs> um, <laughs> it
0: is I, gonna, at
1: its at its core. It is still an important part, a bad part, but an important part of Spider Man's history. So, if you are into Spider Man, there, this uh, for better or for worse, kicks off a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is this is much like um, the uh, the House of M arc that we did uh last time we're, we're basically um like it or not this sets off a absolute fuckload of plot lines down the road okay. so it's like you're you're kind of your 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 nexus if you will of of where a lot of current storylines ended up so it is kind of I, I hate to say vital reading but it does help if you have read some of this without losing your your sanity uh, which is a very big
1: ask
2: Oh <laughs> uh, no, no Josh do you have any sanity left
1: <laughs> I, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Um, I do want to go back and, and mention one thing, though, because you were talking about like the Hawkeye Initiative. Um, I think a lot of the issues that have come up with that is Marvel... Ha- has to know the backgrounds of their of their artists. And I haven't had a chance to discuss this in any of my podcasts before, but it is something that I feel mm-hmm. very strongly on because a lot of um the backlash that people have gotten um for like some of these, especially covers. Um so there's an artist named uh, uh Milo Manara. He's an Italian comic book artist and he's the one that did the infamous Spider-Woman like posing mm-hmm. in a way that is impossible. Yep. He's, he's an Italian erotics comics uh, artist. Like he writes erotic comics. That's what he does that's yeah. his job so when you're gonna look at him or frank cho uh if you want to look in a, in america who dra- uh, does liberty meadows who again lots of big tits like like, and, and that's a lot of his humor too is liberty meadows is about like it's like if doonesbury was almost pornographic like it's
2: okay well, <laughs> the one where like spider woman is like on all fours on the ground that one yeah
1: that's the mila minara one but frank yeah. cho also does a lot of that that kind and they are friends but frank cho does liberty meadows which is like the the main person is always losing her top and is, is almost uh you know uh topless and and one of the other characters is a pig that's always tried to get her to undress like it's but if if that's your genre and marvel comes knocking at your door you're not gonna say no but you're also gonna do it in your style <laughs> So I, I feel like all this outrage towards the artists is unjustified because there is a place for that art and there is a place for those, you know, storylines and things like that because Liberty Meadows is pretty funny because it, in general, it takes that style and uses it in a way to point out misogyny and uh, and the things that that art style typically is held up to represent. Milo um, Minar in the same way, I mean, he's a he's a 75-year-old Italian, uh you know, erotic comics artist. Yeah, if you hire him for something, he's going to make it sexy because that's what he does. Right. wrote a right. series called Click, which was about a remote control that would turn women on if they had an injection of
2: something. Like, I was know, thinking of the Adam Sandler movie, so I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: little, little different, not adapted for his work. Yeah. I don't know. That was my first time. I'm like, uh, is, is that based on that? <laughs> no.
0: Not really. Uh, but yeah, no, I I I totally hear what you're saying. Like you got to know ahead of time, like if you're going to have an artist come and work on your stuff, that isn't an erotic comic book. Right. And you have, you know, an erotic uh, writer or artist or whatever, who that's their specialty. Like that's on you, man. Like why did you why did you make that choice? There are literally thousands upon thousands of artists out there that would that would drop everything to work on on these books um that that would not make every woman look like a a sex doll. Like you could have chosen one of them. Like that would have been a good choice. Right.
1: It's it's like if you hire one of the artists that did uh, the Darkness or Witchblade, because famously those comics are are I mean they're, they're the storylines are still pretty good, but it is like those proportions do not exist on on, on women
0: <laughs> by and large uh, on human like, beings in general, I would argue, <laughs> right?
1: And and you know, and you hire them to do a Ms. Marvel comic. You know, yeah. don't don't be shocked when your audience is up in arms because you chose the wrong artist for the job.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like there's a lot of that um, that I've seen, at least in, you know, in, in a couple of the older uh, stories that we've been reading that, that I'm just like, man, the art is just... It's whack. Um <laughs> and and they may not have, have chosen the best possible artist to go with this particular story. And I feel like in modern comics, I think there's a little bit more people are more savvy to that now, if that makes right. sense. Right.
1: I mean, yeah, you look at uh oh, you uh you recommended that I read the, the Kieran Gillen uh Young Adventures. Yes. Um and yes. I McKelvey. recommend to everyone. McKelvey is the is the artist on that one. I mean, mm-hmm. everything is very um, real and, and very yeah. proportional uh, right. because that is also the writer that you're working with in the in the series that you're doing but you know if you were to hire again Frank Cho to do this <laughs> you're going to get a bunch of 18 question mark year olds
0: it's going to look like something out of Barely Legal <laughs> right
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, and that may not be what you're looking for. So I, I don't know. It, and maybe it's it's my wife talking after doing five seasons uh, of Graphically Novel, but she is the art person and she is very much talked about. Your art has to reflect your your mood and it has to reflect your project. Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely
1: and and even in that case like looking at the clone saga as we have this was marvel house style um yeah but the other thing out of it is for some reason people look like they're melting
0: <laughs> randomly yeah. yeah it's real weird it is very it's very strange and like it's so funny because you know like i said when i go back and read some of this older stuff stuff that i read when i was a kid you know and and i thought was just you know the absolute bees knees uh as a kid and i come back as an adult and i look at it and i'm like this looks like a cartoon like an actual Mm-hmm. cartoon you know style of art um
2: i mean i'll be honest you know. art can draw me i mean that that's what would get me to grab some of the comic books like, like i said i mean a lot of times it was just in a barnes and noble or um in a bookstore or somewhere because i didn't have a lot of comics in my house at all growing up and the art was what made me grab it like the art right. in the um Comic where they showed off Spider Man's new suit that, that Iron Man gave him. You know, I was oh, like, the hey, Iron that... Spider suit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. the colors and everything look cool. I want to take a look at this and it would get me to grab it. And yeah, yeah I didn't really get into it because it wasn't the thing when I was growing up, but you know, that's still, I, I find some of that stuff awesome. The art, the stories, the things like that, because I find this stuff cool, you know? Yeah. And it's just, but as someone who is like, well, maybe I can look at it now, a lot of this, like you said, there's a lot of backstory and things going on. So sometimes it, I feel, I mean, I'll be honest, I appreciate you guys doing this because I feel intimidated sometimes looking at sure. things should I get, right. should I grab right. a graphic novel of these? Should I grab the omnibus? Should I grab just Am I gonna be able to follow what's going on? Or yeah, am I no. like with the changes to the X-Men that's going on now with they have to go through portals and things to get to their their special land and oh look, Reed Richard's kids suddenly can't go through it anymore or random stuff that I know. Uh, it's like can I get into this or not you know and so that's a big question that I have when I'm looking at these things
0: yeah for sure absolutely and like you're not alone in that and by any by any uh shape or form like you're you're not alone in thinking that I mean hell I've been reading comics for most of my life I mean since I was able to pick up a book and read and there are still things where I'm like ooh, I don't know you know it just seems really intimidating to jump into and there's so much out there and, and whatnot you know and and uh and I totally get that feeling I can it's very relatable and, and and you are not alone in that in any way, shape, or form, I assure you.
1: <laughs> well, and this this show, like it's not just because Leia and I are somehow masochists. Um that <laughs> that they, just wanna the to do all this. It is because we do have a love of these of the comics and the storylines. And um, you know, even this season we're only doing one DC storyline because only one person asked us. Um, but you know, even when we get into DC, that will be something that by and large, we don't have a lot of experience with but yeah
0: yeah i'm we, i'm pretty well known amongst my friends uh of being uh, a very not very much not a dc person um i don't really know anything about dc at all except for very very select niche things and that is it so it's going to be a, a journey <laughs> i
2: mean uh, i've i've seen some like i said I, I watched the cartoons grab i watched batman the n series best series ever i mean right. honestly i mean batman beyond i watched that and and i think they did a great job with that but um On the DC side, that's really it. You know Batman. You know Superman. And they don't market or have things. You know, I didn't grow up with, hey, here's a Green Lantern show. Or, you know, yeah, they had the Flash and some things, but he seemed to be an idiot. You know, a smart (laughs) idiot that ran really fast. And, um, you know, I grew up watching Justice League and things like that. I saw, you know, I watched Green Arrow when it was on TV, um, you know, and things like that. But I I think Marvel had the bigger presence growing up for someone like me because that's what you saw. That's what you know. And it's just like, on the DC side, it's like outside batman why should i care and so i think <laughs> i mean you laugh but i'm serious why yeah, no. why should i care about anyone but batman superman oh great he's overpowered okay why doesn't he just like oh you're being dumb Boom, I hit you with my laser eyes and the knees. Now you can't walk. Um, right. I mean, they did the thing like, hey, what if he was a fascist dictator? Okay, but I mean, I don't care about Green Lantern. I don't care about Hawkeye or Hawkeye, Hawkman or whatever. You know, sure. why should I care about those? What are the stories that are going to pull me into those? So sir, I don't have answers for those. I'd yeah. recommend going totally back. That.
1: Some of our graphically novel episodes, we've done things like Doom Patrol. Um, our Wonder Woman episode, uh, there is a fantastic okay. Gail Simone. Wonder uh, Woman comic. movie
2: was great. I loved the original Wonder Woman. I haven't seen the new one, so I can't say anything about that. But uh, I love uh, yeah. the new one. I'm
1: going to hold, hold my opinion on 1984.
2: But... Um, haven't seen it, so I can't <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. Yep. I've, um, I've heard things about it, but I haven't seen it. Right. But,
1: I, but I will say, like, that's why we did Graphically Novel, to be like, if you watched a DC or a Marvel movie, here's here's your entry-level comic book. Rhett Conversations is more for I've heard about this storyline and it seemed mm-hmm. like it was confusing and a lot of my friends didn't like it. So I never read it. Can you just break it down? And should I read it? You know? And and I think this is the first one that was rough. Um yeah. because it's so it's not even divisive. It's it's pretty much universally loathed. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It is. Um, But it did create a lot of story later later down the line, going even into what I can consider one of the best Spider-Man storylines of the last 10 years, which is Mm -hmm. Spider-Verse, you know? And and the clones did uh, factor into uh, Spider-Verse, so...
2: Tied into that, was it... (sighs) Sorry, random things that are in my head. Wasn't Kane or one of the other clones involved with going into one of the other universes with Spider-Girl or something? Saved her or something like that that I heard? Is that right?
1: That's that's all part of uh, Spider-Verse. Oh, well, Kane Kane was instrumental in Spider-Girl, which um, is an alternate universe storyline that was very, very good. Spider-Girl was... Pretty amazing. That was um, when
2: Parker lost his leg? Is that right?
1: Well, he was crippled. Okay. He walked with a cane. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Sorry, maybe, off topic. Um maybe, maybe we'll uh we'll cover those in the future.
2: Honest, <laughs> <too>. <laughs> do you we blame do not the writers? <laughs> yeah. Do you blame the writers for the clone saga or do you blame Marvel like exacts? Um a little of column A, a little of column B at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially because of what was going on in the background at Marvel um during the time that this was playing out where they really did have a huge shift in essentially corporate values um and and they they're they really wanted to uh focus on just getting those dollar dollar bills like um i I think they definitely it definitely played into that for sure
2: i I think that's a good question because i mean it's kind of like talked about you said the writers didn't really know where they were going but they're pushing through this storyline you know it's interesting to know whether this was a writer problem and or an executive saying we need money Get something out now. I think
1: it was, and I think that's reflective in in so many things being tossed all in at the same time um, to try and get something to stick. You know, um, individually having Aunt May have a a, a coma. Uh, you know, a stroke and a coma or having a clone show up or having a schizophrenic spider versus Peter, you know, all of them together don't work. Um, maybe if you had some nuance or you could focus on one aspect, it would be better, but yeah. it was just too much. It was too much. Yeah, I agree. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us. Um, We're going to, well, our next episode, as we said, will be another Spider-Man. We'll be diving into Sin's past where Leia, Professor L, (laughs) (laughs) will be in
2: charge of the speech on that one. She doesn't have Um, a wheelchair. She has a limo. That's what the L stands for.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My exploding limo.
1: But until next time, uh, we'll see you later. And uh, just to remind you, our theme music was done by Jared Adam of the wonderful Vandello, who is kind of our graphically novel in-house band. But yeah, until we explain Sin's past... Take it away, Vandello.
0: some deep reactions, please. All this comments that rationale me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies is what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it
1: to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. 2021.